Greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ, and all who have ears to hear. Now, this podcast, as you read the title, will be about my my baby Christian failures. My baby Christian failures. Well, all yeah, all sexual failures that I ran across as a baby Christian. Because you know the devil don't care if you're a baby Christian or. A veteran Christian, like he's gonna come for you. And me not knowing how how the warfare was at first, yeah, I'm gonna just explain to you guys how I got hit hard. I got hit hard, and why it's important to keep scripture in your in your heart. So the first experience I'm gonna talk about is, you know what? Let's talk about okay. So when I first came to Christ. I was seeing this girl. I was seeing this girl. It was like friends of benefits. Well, it was friends of benefits, really. All we did was hang out, have sex, talk, and chill. You know, pretty much what most people are doing nowadays, generation. Um, I didn't call her my girlfriend. We weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. We were just kind of, just, like I said, just friends of benefits, having sex, eating, watching movies. That's pretty much all we did. I would just go over her place and... We would just, you know, do what we did. Then we do our own thing. Like we never went out anywhere to like do anything like oh other people do. Like we never went to go see like a cool like I'm saying, we never went to like a music park. Like we like I said, we weren't girlfriend or boyfriend. We were just hookups. I'm just trying to give you guys like a good foundation. Like we were just pretty much just hookups. So yeah, we really didn't go outside her place. And so for like a whole year, I was having sex with this girl. And I was having sex with this one girl for a whole year while also sleeping around with other girls too at the same time. But this one girl was like the main girl I always just had sex with. But when I was coming to Christ, I actually was coming to Christ while I was while I was like with her. So I would like go over her place and... And I think sometimes we have to have sex or I think before sometimes I have to work I'd be so tired. I'll go over a place and then I would go watch a church sermon. <laughs> like literally, like I would go over a place and this one I was coming to Christ. So when I was coming to Christ, I would like, you know, leave the room with her and go to a church service. You know, I would online. Like they had used to have church services. This is during COVID. This is during COVID. So. There was a church service online. I was like, hey, I just go in the other room and go to the church service. And she's like, okay. And then I like kind of like fall asleep. And I also sleep with her and stuff like that. But I was pretty much like changing. I was pretty much changing in front of her. And so when I finally made the decision to get baptized, I got baptized. Acts 38, fully submerged February 10th. February 10th, I got baptized pretty sure it's 2021 yeah 2021 yeah baptized in the name of jesus came out the water started speaking in tongues yeah i caught the holy ghost that night it was amazing it was truly amazing all glory to god but i was still seeing her i still decided like i said i was a baby christian so you know, as a baby Christian, you, you don't really understand much what's going on. That's the thing, too. When I got saved, 
I really didn't, I didn't have any strong Christians around me. Like, the people who baptized me, I had to, like, reach out online. I actually, like, I looked up Acts 38 churches online for them to come on base, because I was in the military at the time. I, they had to, like, come on base. They came from a different city, come on base, and baptize me in the chapel. So, there was, like, no, oh, yeah, okay, could there be, was there someone there to baptize me? Yeah, but... I wanted to be, I wanted to get it right. I wanted to get it done in Acts 38 in the name of Jesus. But that's a whole different story. But so, like I said, there was really no, there was no strong Christians around me. Yeah, there's chaplains because I'm in the military. But there was really no one preach. There's no one preaching the gospel. There's no Jesus billboards really around or anything like that. I, I know Jesus saved me because I was in the middle of uh, a buck to nowhere in, in, in England. Like I said, that's a whole different testimony though. But I got saved. And I still wanted to see her because, you know, of course, when you're 40 came with someone, you know, soul ties, you know, soul ties. So I still want to see her, still cared about her. But I'm, I'm going to read the scripture. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 6, starting at 15. Know you not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of a harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to a harlot is one body? For two, said he, shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you? which you have of God, and you are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So, you know, when I got saved, when I got baptized, you know, God is living in you, folks. You know what I'm saying? When you're saved, God is living in you. So God is not going to tolerate sin. So me as a baby Christian... You know, I, I tried to, I tried to not fornicate. I really did. You know, I was just like, you know, I'm just going to go over and just hang out. I'm just going to hang out and just watch movies and eat. You know what I'm saying? Because at first, before I was saved, we would just, we would fornicate, watch movies and eat. But now since I'm saved, I'm like, look, look, I can do this. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I can just make her my girlfriend or something. Maybe I can convert her. You know, that's, you know how baby Christians always think they can convert people when they get saved. And so I, I had this mentality, like, you know what, I'm just going to just eat and just chill with her nothing's gonna happen and, and then this is this is when i was like okay except for just having sex i'm gonna change it up we can just go to the park you know we can just go to the park and actually just hang out as normal people so yeah but that's not exactly what happened like okay we did go to the park we did just watch movies and everything but obviously everything was awkward atmosphere was different i was different of course because i mean i have I'm literally God living inside me. I mean, I really, I mean, Jesus is really living inside me. So Jesus was with me. And so when I did fornicate, when I did fornicate this time, because I did fall into fornication, you know, I always, always fell back in like kissing and having sex. But this time, okay, at first, before I was saved, when I, when I fornicate, I would stay over and sleep. But this time, when I fell into the trap of fornication, I felt like this, well, I mean, obviously, yeah, I felt conviction, 
And I just felt disgusted about myself. I really felt disgusted with myself and I had to leave. I, I could not, I didn't want to stay at her place anymore after I did that. I, I knew it was God pretty much giving me a, a giant no-no, like a giant like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? So, yeah, I, I, had, I had to go. I just, it was kind of awkward when I left because after I got done, you know, doing what I have to do, I'd be like, all right, well, time for me to go because I, I, I couldn't stay there. I just really sinned against God. I literally just sinned against God. So how did I stop doing that? Pretty much, I just have to stop hanging out with her. I mean, there's really... Yeah, I was really this only way because we had we had really had nothing in common. The only thing that kept us together really was just the the sexual relationship part. But when that got when I didn't want to do that no more, and then there's really no point of us talking, so we kind of just drifted away. I didn't really say goodbye or anything. We just kind of just kind of just stopped talking to her. Man, like I think she knows why I stopped doing it, why I stopped talking because I'm saved now, and I didn't want to fall into fornication and. Yeah, so that's one story of me as a baby Christian of how I fell into the trap of fornication when I first got saved. Uh, another story. Yeah, so another story. I'm a, Okay, so when this is when I was in the dorms. I was in the dorms. And this is like one of my... This is when I was, like I said, when I was... When I was not saved, I had like all these different hookups, had all these different girls. I had girls outside of base I would go sleep with, and I had girls on base I could sleep with, or at least a girl, or yeah, whatever. So, and like I said, these girls were just for hook hookups. Like I, I would not want to do, I wouldn't want to do anything special with these girls. Like I didn't try to woo these girls. It was just like, hey, I think you look good. You think I look good. Let's just have sex and go our own ways, cause that's what that's the type of dude I was. Like I just wanted sex, and I want to do my own thing. I just want to work out, have sex, make money. I don't want a relationship. Yeah, I just want to do my own thing. So, this, so there's a girl that usually used to hit me up, and um, usually she hit me up when she was like drunk or tipsy. She wanted to have sex, and this is when I like I think this is when I was born again. This is when I was born again. I was in the dorms. And my friends, this is like late at night, maybe like 12 p.m. Or 12 a.m., I mean, like 12 a.m., 2 a.m. in the morning, something like that, around that time. And I think my friends were together having a party, and they were drinking. And I forgot why I was up. I, I forgot why I was up. I think I wanted something to eat. And my friends wanted me to, well, this girl hit me up. And then when she hits me up, I mean, she just wants sex. And I was like, oh, man, I'm like, like I said, I was a baby Christian at the time. I was a baby Christian. And, you know, it's free sex. I mean, what God doesn't, well, what well, what sinful guy that who lives in lust doesn't want free sex? So I was, well, I wasn't a sinner. God, like, I was still a baby Christian. So I was still struggling with, with, I was still struggling with lust, if you get what I'm saying. So it's just free sex, you know, definitely. It was definitely planted by a devil, of course, definitely. And so she hit me up. And I know when she hit me up, it's like she wants sex. And she was talking about, can she come over? I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. I was just, I had, I had a choice to make. I, I really, 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 really 
had a choice to make. And I know God wanted me. I know God was in a situation. This is how God tried to save me. So as soon as she, so no, as soon as she hit me up and tried to uh, come over, my friends called me. They FaceTimed me saying, hey, Troy, can you drive us to McDonald's? Literally around the same time she hit me up when she wanted to have sex, my friends hit me up, called me. Hey, um, hey, drive us to McDonald's, bro. We're hungry. And I think I, I think I prayed to the Lord. Like, Lord, I was like, Lord, please help me get out of this situation. Lord, please help me. Like, I'm not trying to sin against you. Like, please, Lord, please help me. Have mercy upon me. And literally, my friends hit me up talking about, bro, take us to McDonald's, man. So I had a choice to make. I literally had a choice. I'm like, wow, this is literally God trying to pull me out of the situation. This is literally God trying to pull me out of this 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 sin, this fornication, because either either I was gonna fornicate or either I was gonna go to go to McDonald's with my friends because I knew I knew I was just like look if I go if I go to my friend's McDonald's she's not gonna wanna have sex. And I knew and but my okay. My dumb self I I gave in. My dumb self gave in and I thought I could just do both. Yeah, 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 yeah. You talk about baby Christian mistakes. I thought I could do both. So I was just like, hey, guys, give me one second. I just got to go do something. Talk to this girl real quick. So I tried to go up to her room real quick and try to do what I got to do. I was like, okay, just be quick or whatever. And the thing is, I, I wasn't even working. Like, I couldn't even do it. I couldn't like usually because I would have sex. With this, I would have sex with this girl on a on a regular basis, but this time I could not have sex with her. I like, I could literally not have sex. Like I just my I'll be honest, my penis could not get up. It literally could not get up. I was like, wow. Then yeah, so she kind of just kicked me out and um blocked me. <laughs> yeah, she kicked me out and blocked me. And then I was like, all right, whatever. I didn't want to do it anyways. I'm a child of God. And then I tried to, I was like, hey, guys, I take you to McDonald's. And they were just like, nah, we're already here. So that whole night, I was like, wow. I was like, wow. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to stop. You know, I'm going to just stop with the whole fornication thing. I'm just going to do my own thing. I, I, I repented to God. I repented. I did repent. I got on my knees. I, I repented. I'm just like, Lord, I'm so sorry. I failed your test. Because that was a clear test that I clearly failed. I mean, that was a, I mean, obviously that was a clear test that I felt. I felt that pretty bad. I, th- I thought I could, you know, go have sex and go to my friends and make at the same time. Nah, it both, no, no, it did not work. Um, I'm going to go to scripture. First Corinthians 10, first Corinthians 10, 13. There are no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are a bit, that you are able, but will, but will, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape. That you may be able to bear it. So God made a way for me to escape. God made a way for me to escape. But did I take that way? No, I I didn't. I knew clearly it was from God too. That's the thing too. I knew clearly it was from God because I literally prayed. I, I, I think I remember I prayed in my head or out loud. I was like, God, please help me with this temptation. And my friends called. They literally called. Like, right when I was struggling, 
I was like, wow. So I had a choice to make and I didn't make the right choice. I didn't. I did not make the right choice. But God did cut that woman off of my life because after that whole night, that that sexual failure I had, yeah, she she blocked me. Like she just she blocked me from Snapchat, and I really didn't care because, like I said, I want I want to change my life. I don't want to do that stuff anyway. So I was like, Hallelujah! I mean, thank God she blocked me. So yeah. Um, last sexual failure I had as a baby Christian was a Tinder thing. So, yeah, in the world, of course, I was on Tinder. That's how I got a lot of my hookups. I won a lot of my hookups. And so this girl, so actually this girl on Tinder actually matched with before, long before I was saved, but she never talked to me. And when I was saved again, okay, like I said, baby Christian, still on Tinder, still on Tinder. I don't know why I was on Tinder. I think I thought I could try to win a girl over or change a girl or talk to talk to the, these women about Christ. I don't know what I was thinking. But yeah, so I was still on Tinder as a baby Christian. Still on Tinder. And this girl I matched with before, I matched with her again. And for some reason, she was just more interested in me. She was just more interested in me for some reason. I was like, all right, whatever. And I felt I could just... But this, but this is when I cut off the girl I was seeing for a year already. So... And I thought I could literally just control myself. I'm like, you know, I can just control myself. I'm going to be different. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to do it. So matched with this girl on Tinder. Well, same girl matched with a Tinder again. She was just more talking to me. She had a good career. I think she was a paramedic. She was a paramedic. So she had a good job. Um, I, yeah, yeah, she was a paramedic. And she was talking about getting her place. She was like, hey, I'm going to get my own place in a month. And she was like, when when I get my own place, she can come over. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, here we go again. I'm like, here we go again. Because I was always attracted to women, like, with their own place and their own, doing their, like, doing their thing. They got their own resources. Because I was like, because I was a guy who was like, you know what? I'm going to be like this, I'm going to be like this business guy. Um, I want my own money, my own everything. So... I was like, yeah, independent. So like this independent woman, I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm like, all right. And she was talking about how I can come over in a month. She was like, in a month, because right now, at the moment, she was living with her parents, but she saved up like I think she's like forty thousand pounds, thirty thousand pounds for like her own place, her crib. And she was like, when she gets it, I can come over. And I already know. And like as a sinner, as a sinner, you know when people talk about you can come over over their place, you already know what that means. You you already know what's going on. You already know what's trying to go down. So I was like, oh, man. And this is when I came to Christ. I'm like, yo, how am I going to not live in sexual sin? And this girl was super sexual. This girl was super sexual. Like, it was not hard for me to get anything sexual from this girl. I didn't. I never, I never met her physically. But she did send nudes. Like, she would just send random nudes. I didn't even have to ask. She would just send random news. And I got caught up in, like, masturbating to her. I'm I'm serious. Like, I would just be at work, just in my military job. And out of nowhere, she would just send random news. I'm like, you what in the... I'm like, what is this? I'm like... <sighs> and this is when already already cut off, I think, those other girls. 
I think I, yeah, I already cut off the girl I was talking to for a year. So I was trying to get serious with my walk with Christ. But then, you know, I tried to go on Tinder and match with this girl and try to talk to her and stuff like that. And yeah, this girl was straight up. I didn't tell this girl I was born again, though. I did not tell this girl I was born again. But yeah, I, I was talking to her, though. I was trying to talk to her and flirt with her. And yeah, she was super sexual. She'll always make all types of sexual comments. She want to do this to me and do that to me. And I'm pretty sure I was saying the same. I was saying that stuff back. I'm pretty sure I was, yeah, I was falling into that trap. But yeah, I was, yeah. So she was sending random news, and I was sending news to her too. And I couldn't do it, man. I just, I'm, I couldn't do it. Like when the last straw was when. Pretty much after I got done um, masturbating through one of her photos, I had a I had a Bible right next to me. So like like I said, because I was trying to I tried to strengthen my walk with Christ. I was still with Christ, but I was still struggling with this sin. So the last straw was when I masturbated one of her photos, and I looked down at myself, and I had the Bible right next to me, and I felt so ashamed. I felt so ashamed. And I was like, I can't do this no more. I can't, I, I can't, I can't live like this. You know what I'm saying? I was being ripped apart. I was in two different, I was in two complete different worlds. I'm like, I can't do it. Like, she has to go. I'm like, she has to be cut off. Like, yeah, that should be cut off. I cut her off. I just sent her a text. I was like, hey, I can't do this anymore or whatever. I don't want to do this no more. After that text, I just, um, Blocked her in my story. Well, I didn't block her, but I just deleted her. Oh, I muted her story here, Ripper, and stopped talking to her. And when I did it, I felt so relieved. I felt so relieved when I stopped talking to her. I was like, thank you, Jesus. It's like a weight lifted off my shoulders because I, there's no way in the world I could have been talking to that girl and follow Christ because all, because all she, I mean, all it was was just a sexual relationship. Like I said, it was just another sexual relationship. I, Ended one sexual relationship to go to another one. I mean, pretty much. I was, I was, I was gonna fall into the same trap. I was gonna fall into the same trap. And no, I was like, no, I can't do this. I, I can't, I can't follow Christ and keep sleeping around with these with these women. So and after that, I really just struggled with masturbation. So after I stopped, after I stopped pursuing women, I just struggled with masturbation, and I cried to the Lord, and the Lord delivered me from masturbation. And one verse that, because I remember I, even, I was even fasting to try to stop, or either, I mean, I know I was fasting at that time. And one verse that I, I want to remember, I, I remembered, but the heart was Galatians 6 8. It was, for he that sold to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that sold to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. So when I was struggling with, you know, lust, that's the verse that I was saying to myself. That was, that was the verse I was saying to myself. And all glory to God that God delivered me. God, God really delivered me from it. But it took really all that I had. Like, it, it took me to make a decision. It took me cutting off people. It took me blocking many girls' stories. And it took me deleting all these Instagram models. I had all these Instagram models on my Inst yeah on my Instagram. All these uh, Instagram models with their butt out and stuff like that. I had to delete these Instagram models. I had to mute so many girls' stories. Women got their boobs out women looking seductive like i was not having it man i was not having it. i'm like look if you're trying to look sexy on my social media you are getting blocked you are getting muted you are being unfriended 
I, I am trying to walk with Christ. I cannot, I am not trying to fall back into that stuff because the lust is a deep, deep pit. Lust is a deep pit, folks. There's a huge pit. It just goes deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. It, it, it seems like it has no end. Literally, it feels like it has literally no end. And it's just so easy to get caught in, the, in this lust trap because so many people, because majority of the world is living, is living in sexual immorality. And the devil promotes it every, it's everywhere, you know. Right now, at the moment, I live in Las Vegas. And you already know, Sin City, they're, they're promoting sexual sin 24-7. But now, I'm stronger in Christ. I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't really, I mean, I care that it's horrible, but it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Because I have triumphed over it. All glory to God. God has made me strong. But I'm trying to say it's very easy to fall into sexual sin if you're not disciplined, if you're not serious about walking with Christ, if you're not willing to cut things out of your life, if you're not, if you're not willing to guard your eyes, guard your heart, and protect, and protect your temple because your temple belongs to God. Your body belongs to God. And God and God all remind me that, hey, hey, bro, I bought you with a price. Like, I bought you with a price. Like, you're, you're not your own anymore. You can't just go out here and start sleeping around with women from Tinder or women from clubs or women from whatever. Like, your, your body, my body belongs to Jesus. And God definitely reminded me of that stuff because when I made those sexual sins, when I made those sexual mistakes, I felt awful. I felt, I felt shameful. Like, before I was saved, like, no, like, I wouldn't really care that much. I would just make excuses. But when I got baptized, when, you know, I was born again, when I was born again, when I make the same sexual sins, it was completely different. I had a completely, like my emotions were completely different. I felt so shameful and disgusting. I did not want to feel that stuff ever again. All, all I wanted was the peace of Jesus. All I wanted was, I just want to follow Jesus. I'm like, Lord, I give up whoever. You're the truth. And that, like I said, through, throughout this time of me struggling with my sexual sin, you know, I was still reading my Bible. I was, I really didn't, I didn't even go to church at the time, really. I wasn't even going to church because there's no real, there's no true churches around me. There was no true churches around me. Like I said, I was in the middle of really nowhere in England. So all I had to do was really, I just, I was on YouTube, just watching street preachers, learning, um, reading the Bible, praying, and just staying to myself. Just staying to myself. That's really what I did. And all glory to God that he set me free from sexual sin, you know, fornication, masturbation, pornography. Because the devil will get you. I mean, and guys right now are struggling with pornography. Majority of men watch porn. Literally, majority of men watch porn. If you go out to any big city and get a dollar and get a dollar for every guy that watches porn, you could probably be a millionaire. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, that, that's how bad porn is that's like the spiritual warfare is crazy out here and sexual sin is definitely attacked from the enemy so guys women if you're struggling with anything sexual like you you make sure like who, who is it coming from like who like who are you like what person is is harming your walk with the lord because you probably need to cut them off most likely you need to cut them off because it's the only thing they talking about the only thing they really want from you is all sexual if they're not 100% um, committed to the Lord, if they're not, if they're not, if they're not there to help you walk with the Lord, if they're not going to put you in check, then yeah, you need to step away. You you need to cut them off. You need to cut them off. Explain to them like, hey, 
Like I'm on a journey. I'm on a path with God. I, I got to obey his word. I, I got to be sanctified. I got to be holy. I got to be righteous. I got to be set apart. I can't be falling to these, these devil shaps. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 2 11, lest they should get advantage of us, we are not ignorant of his devices. And Satan will send people your way. Satan will send people your way to trip you up. And but, but the Bible, as the Bible says, um, God will make a way for you to escape. So God will make a way for you to escape. But are you gonna are you gonna take that escape route? Are you gonna take the exit sign? Are you gonna do it? When the devil says, Hey, hey, I got this nice girl, which I got this beautiful girl for you you know big booze big butt big lips all for you man and it's, it probably won't come easy too that's the thing too when you're a born again believer it's like all this sexual stuff just comes easier like all this stuff is just just comes easier like before you're struggling when you wanted it but now since you're born again everything is just easier all this sexual stuff is just easier for you to attain and it's, it's not by accident because that girl that came from tinder like she was just easy she was easy. I'm just like, I can't believe this stuff is so easy. I can't believe she just sending news out of nowhere. I don't even have to try. I mean, a complete trap from Satan. But I made the choice of cutting her off because I wanted to follow Jesus. So people who are dealing with this um, sexual sin, you have to make a choice to cut what out of your life. Guard your eyes. Stop following all these half-naked men and women on Instagram. If you know, it makes you lust. Stop listening to all this music that talks about sleeping around, um, smashing people, leaving. Uh, because of music nowadays, it's literally, um, it's like succubus music. Like, literally, I mean, I, I would not be surprised if succubus or incubus demons come out from this music, this, this secular music that people are talking about. Because they talk about sex. They literally talk about the, what they do in the bed and how they're going to do it and what happened after what. Like, like, I'm telling you, folks, these people are rapping about sex on these songs it's it's suck a bitch music and that stuff is gonna have an effect on you bro it's gonna have an effect it's spiritual warfare it, we, we live in a spiritual world this world like, like i was telling my brother in christ yesterday this world is more spiritual than it is physical it's way more spiritual than it is physical you just can't see the spiritual but you can surely feel it you can surely see the effects of it you can surely see the effects of pornography. You got all these guys addicted to porn. Guys can't stop masturbating. Guys relapsing. Guys having wet dreams. Guys, um, well, porn destroying people's marriages and stuff. You can definitely see the effects of, of the spiritual warfare. You can, you can see the effects of pornography. You can definitely see it. You may not see it in the spiritual realm, but you see it in the physical realm. Because in the, in the spiritual realm, they, they, they're making all types of covenants and contracts with you and taking your destiny and stuff that's the thing too that i always almost lost my destiny messing around with sin i almost lost my destiny because we all have destiny and purposes in christ i almost gave up my whole purpose of in life because of sexual sin because of tender because of pornhub because of fornication and no it's not worth it bro it, it's, it's not worth it Tem temporary pleasures no, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I understand that we all have... I know, um, yes, we have sexual urges, but this is why God made marriage. God made marriage for a reason. God made marriage for a reason. I know afterwards, you know, I remember, I remember crying out to God, like, God, I need help. So I explain, just send me a wife, God. Send me a wife. Send me a wife. I remember on my knees. This is when like, I, I masturbated, and I got so sad and mad. I started crying out to God, like, God... 
give me a wife so I don't sin against you. God, please send me a wife so I don't sin against you. I don't want to keep saying against you. Because, look, man, like that's how desperate I was, bro. Because I feel like I really could not stop. Like I'm just like, yo, I don't know how to stop my God. Please do something. Like, I'm crying out to you. Like, I don't want to do this. I hate this sin. Because uh, you really do have to hate masturbation. You have to hate partner. You have to hate it for God to help you. You have to hate it so you can stop. Because if you just kind of like, oh, I kind of want to stop doing it. Uh, I kind of want to, like, that kind of stuff. No, 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 no. The enemy's going to come into a back door and and keep you, you know, masturbating, keep you sinning. And then you're going to probably become a reprobate or start falling to this one save, always save, a heresy. And you think you're good to go because, I don't know, because, just because you've been baptized, but you're still masturbating. And you think God's okay with it, but it's, it's not okay. It's not okay at all because you're sleeping with the enemy. That's, pretty, that's what you're doing when you're masturbating. You're... You're sleeping with the enemy. Demons are eating your flesh when, you're, when you masturbate. You are making sexual covenants when you masturbate. You are, you, are, you are having spirit spouses, spirit children when you masturbate. Ask me how I know. Because I had to get um, delivered from all that stuff. This, this, this stuff is real. This stuff is legit. This is not no game. This is not no playtime. This isn't no fairy tale. This is legit. When you masturbate to these people... These yeah, whoever on Pornhub, when you fornicate, you make spirit spouses, spirit children. What do you think they're doing with your sperm, man? Like these these like I said, it's spiritual. They're they're using your sperm. They're using your sperm. See, if you're married and having sex, yeah, do what you want in the bedroom. The, the the Bible says the marriage um room the the marriage bed is undefiled. You can do what you want in a bedroom with, with your spouse. But God said he's gonna judge fornicators and whoremongers. God is gonna judge whoremongers and I I thought I was a whoremonger. I was a whoremonger, but I'm covered in the blood of Yeshua HaMashiach. I am no longer a whoremonger. I'm no longer a whoremonger. I'm a child of God. And I demonstrate that with my life. I stay away from fornication. I don't masturbate. I don't watch porn. I preach I preach against that stuff. I walk holy. I walk I walk righteously. The only time I'm gonna have sex again is when I get a wife. Whenever God gives me a wife. But I'm not out here. Desperately looking for a wife. I mean, my focus is on doing the will of God. My focus is on um, winning souls to the kingdom. Because I have so much peace with Yeshua. I have so much love um, with Yeshua. You know, he's saying me and Yeshua, we love on each other a lot. I love God. He loves me, and I have a lot of peace. So I don't have any. I don't have any sexual problems. You know, I don't have any sexual desires. And I'm not. I'm not trying to say I don't. I don't want women now. Let's not get crazy. But like I said, my focus is not on getting a wife. My focus is on the kingdom of God. Do I want a wife and kids? Yeah, of course. But I know God's going to provide that when the time is right. Because even the Bible says it's not it's not good for a man to be alone. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, if God calls me to celibacy, if God calls me to be like Paul, just to, you know, be an apostle, just don't get a wife, just do the ministry. I'm like, hey, then all glory to God. But I don't know. I'm not really worried about the moment. God knows what's best for me. And yeah, I'm just gonna trust God, man. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna trust God. Uh, I just know when I do get a wife, I just wanna be the great man of God. I need to be, so I can lead her in Christ. I can lead her in righteousness. I can be a strong man for the household when we have kids. Because I mean, even though I was crying out on my knees, I'm like, God, give me a wife, give me a wife, so I don't masturbate no more. I mean, come on, bro. Like God's not gonna, <laughs> like, no, that's not how that works. I mean, God's gonna get you strong first. God's going God's gonna to fix you up first. God's going to make you a strong man of God before he gives you a wife. Because, I mean, come on. Like, that's his daughter he's giving you. Like, God's giving you his daughter. Like, God's not going to give his daughter 
into a man that's not ready. And that time when I was crying on my knees, I was not ready. I was really not ready for a wife. I just want a wife for sex. And that's not real. <laughs> I mean, yes, marriage is, yes, sex and marriage go, go together, yes. For, in marriage, have sex, yes, that's great. I mean, sex is a reward. But, I mean, if, you, if you're just crying out to God for marriage because you want sex, because you can't control yourself... God's not gonna do that because if you can't control yourself now, you're not gonna, you're not gonna control yourself in marriage. I ran, I ran into a guy on a strip when I was preaching. He was watching porn. He was married. Yeah, he, he was like, I'm struggling with porn, man. He had he had a wife and he had a kid. And he had a kid. So yeah, it's not it's not like oh you just get a wife and you don't struggle. No, you have to overcome lust. You have to overcome all this stuff. Marriage, married or not married, you have to overcome this stuff. And not just you just get a wife and. You don't you, you don't have to do it no more. No, like you have to overcome lust. You have to overcome lust. You have to overcome masturbation and porn. Period. So I'm God. I'm so glad God got me to a place where I can overcome. Well, I already overcame um, lust and pornography and masturbation. So you know I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be having a wife and. Crying to my wife, like, wife, I'm just so sorry. I, I masturbated again. And, like, no, like, that's unnecessary problems in a marriage. That's unnecessary, inconvenient problems. Like, no. So, all glory to God. But I'm going to wrap this up, guys. Say, hey, if you're struggling with this, if you're struggling with pornography, lust, masturbation, please give your problems to the Lord. Because the Lord saved me. I tried the no fap thing when I was unsaved, and I just could not do it. I, I I could not do it. I'll last maybe like a week, then I'll start masturbating again. Like, no, you need to put your focus on God. You need to give your problems to God because God will strengthen you. God's there for you. God hears your cries, but God knows your heart too. So God knows if you're serious or not. God knows if you if you really want to stop doing it. Because if you if you don't if you're not serious about this stuff, man, like you're you're gonna be struggling. If you're not if you don't hate sin if you don't hate this evil man it's gonna be you're gonna have a hard journey like you, you you're gonna be smacked bro by these succubus and these incubus demons they're gonna smack you around the spiritual realm because they know you're not serious because these these sex demons they are relentless these sex demons are relentless as you can see in the world how most of the world is caught up in sexual morality these sexual demons they are relentless and they don't care and they're not playing around they're not, they don't they don't have they don't have mercy they don't have grace for you they're trying to send you to hell. So you, you got to, for real, come to battle. You got to, for real, um, have the mindset like, hey, like, I'm going to do everything I have to stop doing this sin. I, even this is, this is what I said in my head. I'll say, look, even, I'm like, look, I'll never masturbate again, even if um, I cut my penis off. Like, that's that's the point where I got to. I'm just like, look, I'm not going to masturbate ever again. Like, I'm just, I'd rather have my penis cut off than do this sin. Like, that's literally... That's literally, I mean, I mean, I know Jesus says, you know, if your hands cause you to stumble, cut it off. But I mean, that's what I said in my head. But I was just like, I said, actually, like, like yeah, I said my opinion. I was just like, look, dude, I hate this sin so much. Like, just cut it off. I don't care no more. I don't want anything to come between me and Yeshua. And look, like I said, and God knows your heart. God knows your thoughts. So, so God will deliver you. So you got to have a, you have a, you have to have a determined mindset to get out of this sin. Because God will help you. God will help you, but you have to partner with God. Yo. You, you have to rely on God. You have to get scripture. You, you have to read the Bible. That's one thing, too. You got to read the Bible. Because even though I was struggling with sexual sin, I was still reading the word. I, I was reading the word. You know what I'm saying? I was reading the word. 
And you know what I'm saying? The word of God is quick and powerful. You know what I'm saying? The word of God is quick and powerful. So when I did sin, the word of God was there to convict me. And I had to make a choice. Like, man, am I going to keep doing this or I'm going to follow God? And amen, God won. So, folks, put your faith in Yeshua. Put your faith in God. Trust God, folks. Trust God. Don't trust yourself. Don't trust your flesh. Most definitely don't trust your flesh. And always be led by the Spirit of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.